Welcome to the fourth episode of Ship It and Sip It. I'm here with Vika, our head of design. How are you this week, Vika? It's a bit stressful, but I enjoy all these challenges. I like to face difficulties when they're not so much, but when I have two or three challenges in the week, it's okay. So this week started with the challenges I was talking about before, and I hope that it will finish good and everything will be okay. Today you just finished a new landing page for a client who went through our discovery, our startup kit process. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that uh, startup kit process, the discovery process you do with new clients like this? Yeah, this discovery process involves BA part mm -hmm. when they elicitate different requirements, they work on scope and vision, and then it's a part of designers. We prepare mockups and sometimes clickable prototype when we have time for it, uh, because the time frame for these phase is very limited. We have three or four weeks. And then we present it all to the client. With this client, we made several edits to the mockups, and then he requested a landing page for his product. So, and today we presented a landing page. Uh, we don't know yet whether it's gonna be a final version or not. He is reviewing it now. So yeah, this package is really, is a great idea because we can very quickly test our client's hypothesis and work with them later. Awesome. And this was this product they were discovering. It was a, an app or it will be a, a web platform? Or yeah, what? it's going to be a web platform. It's a connection of travel and medicine. This is a product for travelers who are going abroad and they need medical assistance. They can order a travel box with all the medicine and they can request doctor's support, 24-7 support when they are abroad. Cool. Sounds handy if you like to travel. Hopefully we'll all be traveling a lot more again soon and yeah. this product will be really successful. Uh, and other news from this week, our startup summer applications were closed and we had 97 students apply, which is awesome. Um, in the next few weeks, they'll be interviewing everyone and we'll narrow that down to 12 final students and they will join us for Startup Summer in July. They'll start lectures and they'll start working on two products. And also we have selected the two startups for the Accelerator. Are you excited about the Accelerator? Yeah, we're very excited because these both products that were selected, they're great in terms of business, of social impact. And I believe it's going to be interesting to work with it in terms of design. And from our part, we'll do, as always, to do our best to make this product as clear, simple, and user-friendly as possible. Awesome. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what happens with both of those uh, different projects that we have this summer. It's going to be fun. But you, let's talk about you for a minute, all right? <laughs> you joined Parallel late last year. It was like November? Yeah, December. December, yeah. What made you decide that Parallect was the design team or the company that you wanted to be a part of? What was sort of the secret sauce that, that you just loved about Parallect? Uh, frankly, I felt it that I'm going to work there even before the interview because, of course, I was searching through the social networks. I was communicating with the HRs uh, on LinkedIn and everything was so nice and so professional that I liked this company even before I got acquainted with people. 
And uh, when I came there, all my expectations were confirmed. And at the beginning, I was assigned to a really cool project. And maybe because of this project that inspired me, um, I managed to do my best and it was noticed. And I didn't expect that everything could turn out in this way that now I'll be head of design and it's now really... Now you are head of design. <laughs> yeah, I am. And it's really a great honor for me to work with these people, to lead um, these awesome and professional designers who are very creative and who are eager to knowledge and development. And the first project you were working on was was a GPE? Yeah. Yeah. And you did that cool uh, blog post about the usability testing that you went through there with GPEG. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and how did that sort of shape the final product that we made in terms of design? Uh, what I should say is that usability testing turned out to be a step that is really crucial to the product. And I realized that it's very important to to contact this usability testing as early as possible and maybe not once, right. uh, especially before the development phase because uh, we did it before the development when we uh, had only clickable prototype. And we made some amendments and I believe that these saved money and time of the team and the client. And uh, regarding the process, um, when we finalized design, uh, we prepared a list of questions like scenario for the users. Mm, we arranged calls in Google Meets. They joined with their phones, shared the screen, and, and went through the prototype uh, according to our tasks. Right. And we made notes whether everything was clear for them. And uh, at the end, we had a table. Uh, I attached it into the blog post where it was clear which moments were problematic and we tried to improve them. Mm -hmm. So we improved them at the stage of design and developers uh, realized the amended versions. So they didn't waste their time on the first and then on the second versions. So you would say that you'd like to do usability testing even earlier, but don't you need a clickable prototype in order to, to go through that whole process? Maybe not earlier than we did, yeah. but for product generally, try to make it as early as possible. I mean, when the main flow is finalized, mm -hmm. it's better to test it on the users uh, rather than develop it and then ask users to download your app from the stores. Right, right, and right. then it will be more difficult to make edits there. So yeah, when you have a clickable prototype, at least of 10 screens, yeah. it's better to test them on the user. Okay, got it. Let's go back to product discovery real quick um, because our two startups for the accelerator will be going into this product discovery phase very soon. Very different products. They're serving different markets. As far as I understand, I haven't seen the full product descriptions yet. Um, how are you going to organize that uh, discovery phase with the BA team? As usual, I suppose there will be nothing new for us. Of course, the products are different, but uh, BAs will elicit all the requirements and we'll have this document with a scope of vision and it will be more clear for us how to work with it. And then when we have the feature list of the app, it will be easier for us to structure all the mockups, go through them and uh, I noticed that with the clients, for them, it's also easier to see the visual part of the product rather than estimate it based on the description, based on the different documents. 
when they see even uh, lo-fi mockups, it's easier for them to visualize how it's going to look like. And uh, I believe that this will also make the process easier when we prepare these lo-fi mockups, discuss with the clients, and then proceed with the high fives. So the process is a standard one. All right. Uh, while we're here, can you tell us a little bit about the stack you use for these early stages uh, of product design? What are some of your favorite tools, our favorite tools for making all these mock-ups? I know there's a bunch of different ones. Um, yeah. What do we use here in general? At the beginning, when I start to work on a new feature or a new product, my best tool is a piece of paper and a pencil. All right. <laughs> and then uh, when we go to the design phase, in 98% we use Figma. Recently, they introduced Figma Gem where you can easily collaborate and make different diagrams to brainstorm. So we're going to use and test it. Um, for illustrations, we use Illustrator. Uh, for presentations and pitch decks, uh, we use the tool pitch.com. I haven't used it yet, but our designers use, and I'll do it later. Yeah. Uh, what else? For usability testing, I know that before I came here, uh, they had used Maze. Mm -hmm. mm, but as I said, our recent usability testing was without any specific tools, just Google Meet and Clickable Prototype. So Figma is, uh, for now, it's the best tool to use. Let's stay with the early stage product discovery a little bit. What are some of the challenges that come up um, usually in this stage? And maybe it's between BA and design team or between design team and handoff to the dev team. What's, where are the friction points and how do we sort of smooth them out? Uh, as I said, developers are not attracted to this stage uh, in terms of the development they estimate mm -hmm. at the end. But the main work is performed by the BA and designs, designers. And the main challenge here, I guess, it's not between us, between BAs and designers, but clients sometimes come with a hypothesis they're going to test. and. Um, frequently, they try to change everything in the process. They try to add, remove, or replace different features, and it may become a little, a little bit difficult. But I believe it's pretty okay for these early stage products for the MVP to test your ideas. And I even like these challenges because I remember with Jupay, you know, when they were discussing the product, I felt like I witnessed how something great is being born and hearing to these discussions is make me like a part of this product. Right. So you need to overcome some challenges in order to build the best product, not necessarily build the one that's easiest, right? Yeah. Okay. A couple weeks ago, the design team was here in the same room and there were six designers. Yeah. And you guys did a 60-minute uh, design battle, design brainstorming session with a PM and a couple other people. Uh, what was the purpose of that and what was it like for the team to go through that? And what was the goal? Yeah, actually it was a trial edition of oh. this event. It was the first time and I believe that the results were pretty good. And we'll continue to do it on a regular basis, maybe once a month or two. So the goal was pretty simple to work in team because uh, now we have one designer on the project 
and maybe one day they will be assigned to more designers for bigger projects. And I think that it's really important to know how to work in team, how to come up with something common and adequate, yeah, yeah. Uh, how to follow the consistency of the product. And of course, um, it's about the client, because sometimes clients come to you with very detailed idea and others come with just a vision. And um, inviting different guests will help us to know how different clients can present and detail their ideas to work with it. And uh, I believe that this experience really will pay off one day. <laughs> All right, so, but at the end of the 60 minutes, what did you guys build? What was the end goal? The end goal was to create a flow and if uh, we have enough time to create a clickable prototype, we were linking these screens at the last minute, uh, but we managed. The main goal was to work in team, to come up with, uh, with something that client expects and to present it. And the most challenging part was to divide all these tasks. Globally, we're all of the same zone of responsibility. We're designers. And to divide all these design tasks on separate stages, steps, and screens, flows, I don't know, yeah. it was challenging. Yeah. Did you guys argue about like the font choices or like make the button bigger or what was the... We didn't have uh, these issues, we just... I even don't remember. It was so quickly we asked uh, someone to do UI kit with colors and fonts. Another person was uh, doing a screen with a subscription, another with a split in the subscription. Uh, some people grouped, two people was uh, were working on one feature, one another. So we didn't uh, discuss it before. We wanted it to be a challenge. We even didn't discuss the format with which the client should come with us to oh. us. Uh, Pasha asked us uh, how should he prepare his idea and we decided that there will be no formats because in real life there are no formats for the clients. They right. com come with everything that in their head right. and we should be prepared for it. Okay, so this uh, simulation where a client comes to all of the designers with an idea and very quickly made it happen via teamwork, it's very different from what normally happens uh, with our with our partners, with our clients. Can you explain a little bit how it's different if a client just comes to us via regular channels, uh, they'll just have one designer, and how long would that process take and how would it be different from what happened in the design brainstorming session? Uh, yeah, it differs a lot, I should say, because on the real project there are BAs who elicitate all the requirements and come to you with a list of features with whom you can discuss something in a slow mode. <laughs> and here we had to discuss on the scope ourselves to ask some questions and clarifications to the client and we needed to know how to formulate these questions, what to ask. It was more difficult than a general project, I suppose. Mm, because of the time limit, yeah. Yeah, 60 minutes and 60 days are a little bit different yeah, planets. Yeah, yeah. So with the real project, uh, of course, we make more deep research, more deep search of references, more discussions on the functionality, more errors, pop-ups and different interactions can be elaborated. So uh, this uh, design brainstorm is just uh, quick challenge to keep fit. <laughs> right. And it sounds like fun. I mean, because you guys don't usually get to work together. 
yeah. on on one product. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so in, in a regular system where you have one designer on a product with a BA and, and the rest of the product team, how do you guys collaborate within the design department? How do you sort of make sure that I don't know, quality standards are met, make sure that your designers have the support they need within that project? How, do, how is that organized? Uh, well, every Tuesday we have a design sync <laughs> where we have a moderator who comes with his program. It can be everything, whether to discuss Figma plugins or to show your project. And one of the recent Our Design Things, uh, Lisa was presenting her clickable prototype for a new project. And uh, we were discussing it, both in terms of UX and UI. Uh, we were commenting on it, and it, it was really useful for her and for us to look what uh, other designers do to share our experiences. Uh, Sergey also prepared UI kit, which we were discussing, and uh, now we use it. Uh, all of us use it, and um, yeah, it's great to share your ideas and your vision of how to design. Let's move on a little bit. Uh, we have a specific page about our design process on our website. You can go there, parallelcom slash design, I believe. Uh, and that outlines our general approach to design for projects of any scope and size, whether they be new or existing apps that need a redesign. Um, what is something that you would like to, to let our prospective clients know that isn't on that, on that web page? Uh, so we're going to redesign this design page. <laughs> Yeah, and I want to show more expertise, more not static shots of the result, but maybe some videos of the process, mm -hmm. how the design was created to time-lapse or time -lapse. something like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, to make these video recordings, to show more videos, how team collaborates, maybe to show some videos from our design brainstorm, maybe some written documents on our design vision. Uh, be business analysts prepare the documents with their process and maybe I wanted to prepare another one with our awesome it's gonna be a blog yeah, post we, too, right? we're gonna work on this page this summer yeah. maybe in July or August I don't know maybe we'll come up with something interesting okay um, what are some like the most frequently asked questions that clients have for the design of their products when they come to us if it's a new client or it's better to ask sales because uh, <laughs> they um, communicate they, with clients just, at early stage. They just ask you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they ask me about the number of screens we deliver after the discovery phase and so on. But we discussed that everything should not be limited by the number, but by the functionality. So when the client uh, comes to us with uh, the specific list of features and we, we um, define it as an MVP, so we should work on this list based on it, not based on the number of screens. I just have one more question, um, and it's more of a local one. Uh, I added it at the last minute, I hope you saw it. Uh, but here in Eastern Europe, there's a really strong foundation in the education system for like uh, computer science for programmers, um, from university to, to go into these fields with uh, a lot of background knowledge that they need to, to work as developers. How is it for designers and um, what would you sort of 
What advice would you give a young person that wants to become a designer in terms of learning opportunities, in terms of what to study? Maybe there's some resources you really like. Uh, well, we have a subscription for Design Foundation and there are really good courses that several designers from our team have passed. And I would suggest to pass these courses. Um, to read some books on UX, maybe I would suggest to start from UX and then move to UI part. I participated in a course from the High Tech Park uh -huh. in the IT Academy. I cannot say that these were knowledge that I used in my real job, but the collaboration with other people, sharing your very little experience when you discuss something, uh, it was really great. And uh, I would also suggest to visit such courses where you can collaborate with other people and to share your visions, to share your knowledge, um, your feedback. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me on thank this episode <laughs> of Ship It and Sip It. I hope you have a wonderful week and everyone, don't forget, don't deploy on Fridays. Uh, be nice to your designers and have a lovely start of the summer. Yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye.